0: you're listening to the level best network this is the intercot insider live for october 1st 2010 the adventure begins the intercot insider live is brought to you by magical journeys the disney vacation experts and by the official ticket center tickets to your favorite central florida theme parks and attractions at discounted rates welcome to the intercot insider live our inaugural edition with me i have uh, melanie bounds melanie hello ian mitchell hey john and gary o'brien i am john newlensky hey gary say hi
1: hi john hey very good
0: uh Basically, this is going to be a a roundtable podcast, um, a live version of our normal InterCOT Insider, which is a email update that goes out. Um, And to kick things off, I think uh, everyone on the panel agreed we wanted to talk about the International Food and Wine Festival at Epcot and what's going on there. And um, actually, we've got the benefit of having Melanie uh, who is living outside of Orlando in the Tampa area and a Rays fan too now, right? Yes. <laughs> Had to bring that up, Ian. Ian and I are Phillies fans. Right. So. Just yes, yes. Go
2: Philly. Rays. My Phillies gear's over there. So
0: <laughs> can... uh, Melody is kind enough to uh, be our chief tweeter uh, on Intercott uh, for lack of a title there and um, <laughs> is and was out at the Food and Wine Festival um, this afternoon and there's some interesting stuff going on. Uh, what'd you see Mel?
3: Yeah, I got to go today. They were actually doing, um, soft opening when I got there about, I don't know, 1130 or so. It was, uh, hit or miss. Some of the kiosks were open. Some weren't, um, of course, the 15 beers for 15 years never opened the whole time I was there. I was a little yeah, so, upset about that. so Gary,
0: yeah, Gary was very excited about this. Gary is a beer connoisseur, and yeah. so what 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 is that all about? Do you guys do you guys have a good understanding of what what's going on there as far as the 15 beers for 15 years? What does that mean?
1: Well, the, the, I, I the the beers have always kind of been part of it, um, and I think just what they're doing here this year with that. Is they brought in a lot of small breweries, Abita and a couple of local breweries, and they have exactly 15 beers. I think it's split pretty evenly between Ales and Pilsner's. Very basic beers, and you know, 15 for 15. And it looked like, on what Mel sent me, um, that you could get a six ounce, a 12 ounce, or you can get like what looked like a sampler. Yeah, probably three
0: yeah I was right. hoping the kind of at some point that they'd do uh, kind of like when you go to your, your local microbrew pub and they would have a flight of beers flight of beer. yeah that that's kind what of thing, okay,
2: cool, so Gary, but I was confused is... looking
3: in. it looked like some of it was in bottles and some of it was draft. I don't know. I was trying to watch them as they were stocking. They just weren't done getting everything ready, so I don't think they probably even opened at all today, but yeah, I, I saw
0: know. I saw in the tweets where you said there was a, a riot that was about yeah, to erupt that was me. out there.
2: Yeah, a one woman riot. A one a woman, woman riot. riot. Yes,
3: <laughs> I was upset, so I ended up settling for a Dos Equis, but that's all right. But anyway, yeah, that is directly when you right when you're walking in uh, World Showcase Plaza, it's right she, on your right. I,
0: Okay. To your right. Closest to... <laughs> Not to be confused
2: what? with the left.
0: Over here, no. near, near, near Canada or over where the Fry Stand It's right or? when you
3: walk up, right before you make the turn. It's in the turn, oh, okay. So, okay. it's right there. All so, right. yeah, but that um, uh, didn't open. It looked like towards 2 or 3 o'clock everything was open. So, except for that. But um, there's some new ones this year. Um Belgium which looked really cool I don't know if y'all remember at the food uh the flower and garden festival there's it's over uh, between France and Morocco there used to be a playground there and now they've put this Belgium um kiosk there and it's really it's really nice it kind of sets off and it's got um Umbrellas and tables and chairs back there. That was a new one. Singapore's new and South Korea's new this year. I so, just kind of walked. I didn't. I didn't do any sampling yet. I'm gonna wait for Saturday to do that. But I just kind of walked around and.
0: So you. So you didn't so, try anything today. I didn't. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna wait
3: for my family on that's Saturday. Self, so anyway. <laughs> I mean that's
0: self restraint. Yeah, I, I, I'm just not sure I could. <laughs> and and what did you have?
3: I just had a Dos Equis, Dos Equis.
0: from Mexico. <laughs> Dos
2: Equis.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and, and so, speaking, speaking of, of
2: Mexico and, <laughs> and alcohol, has anybody tried the new La Cava tequila yet, in, uh, the tequila in uh, the Mexican no. pavilion?
3: No. Is that a –
2: It had just – it's a tequila bar.
0: Right. Okay.
2: And uh, it, it's actually inside the Mexican pavilion. It had just opened the last time I was there, and I stopped in and tried it. It's a very neat little spot if no one's ever – if you've never been. It's definitely okay. worth stopping in and checking out.
0: Yeah. Well, I was kind of curious about the the new restaurant and your impressions also of what uh, things look like there. I, I was there a couple months ago and I was able to see that, you know, the water view looked to be much more expansive, um, at least the area that they had. And maybe, maybe not, but it was still a little bit behind walls at that point. Um, I haven't been back. So uh, you've seen it. W- what are your impressions? What do you, what do you think?
3: It's um – the gazebo-type area, really and truly, I mean, it's nice setting for the daytime. Mm-hmm. It's going to be nice and cool. It's all very well shaded. Um, but I guess the big talk on the boards has been whether it's um, optimal viewing for illuminations. And it's really, it, from my viewpoint, I don't think so. It's not going to be good. Now, the inside, uh, the table service restaurant supposedly has wonderful views with big, big windows that you can ah. look out, but I haven't been in there yet. So, so. The,
0: there's actually a, a table service there now, unlike Correct. before where it was all outdoors. Okay. Correct. That's, that's very nice.
3: Counter service and on there, the right and table and on yeah. the left.
2: There's, there's a new counter service location as well. So.
0: And right. there, are they still selling margaritas?
3: Right oh there? yes.
0: Outside and to be
3: all able- different flavors. And I tried a coffee margarita a couple weeks ago that was, um, it, Different. And I,
1: and it,
0: was good it Sounds
3: though. horrible. No, it was good. It was good. A coffee Until they margarita? asked me if I wanted salt with it. Salt.
0: Salt with your coffee with margarita. With my coffee
3: margarita, I, I declined. But it was tequila, it was good.
2: Tequila and coffee is not that. It doesn't give me that Reese's peanut butter cup. You know, two great taste <laughs> yeah. to taste great together feeling. I don't. I don't know if I would.
0: And do they have churros? <laughs>
2: Yes. yes. that's okay. the important question. ask the uh,
0: important. Th- question. I mean, that that. I would ride
2: things. it if there were not churros. <laughs> yeah, I, I still haven't gotten over the loss of my beaver tails from Canada. So the. Um, that isn't, that the churros, is it. they know, did away yeah. with the churros. I might. I might have to start going to Disneyland.
1: Beaver tails actually <laughs> came up as in a family conversation here recently. The loss of beaver tails was greatly.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to ask how that exactly that came up, but. You know, my in daughter what, just In what like, context would. They, I mean, you just suddenly <laughs> blurted out beaver tails. And, and my
1: child <laughs> brought it up, John. What? Well, I understand <laughs> the concept. I mean,
0: I'm just saying, in a normal conversation, you're talking to somebody. I mean, having a beaver like, tail no, at every doesn't tend to come up.
2: They were good. It does in our houses, John. I don't know about yours.
0: Right. <laughs> this is true. I say,
1: Mel, you know, anything else new over there? Um, the-
3: I was trying to think. Well,
1: uh, while she thinking, um, they every year uh, Sam Adams brews a special brew.
3: Yes, it's and not available sure anywhere
1: else. Or fifteenth wheat, or
3: but it's coastal wheat, which yeah. somebody brought up on Twitter today. I mean, that's available nationwide. Yeah. Why?
1: I don't know. I don't know. They usually do a special brew, and I don't know if it's. And I'm guessing I know who brought it up, uh, which is probably Ryan. <laughs> ryan android or yes, ryan I think that was who it
3: was yeah
1: because yes. um, i was chatting with him about it and yeah coastal weed is available but they were they had it has the different names so i don't know if it's brewed in smaller batches or if there's something so
2: it may be like a small batch variant or something like that yeah. sometimes it's just a subtle I'll, difference i'll, I'll
1: ask next week next next couple of weeks trust me
3: okay all right <laughs> well several times
0: it, to it, not to change the topic here, but, uh, just since we're talking about it anyway, uh, and all the things that were going on today, those of you who aren't following the intercut Twitter account, you really should. Mel has been doing a great job of uh, keeping us all up to date and posting photos and showing what's new and what's, what's going on over there. Um, so, um, it, it's amazing. And also, uh, been growing our followers, um, incredibly uh, we're now up to about 750 so hoping to crack thousand relatively soon
1: very soon and you know what the best part of her tweets are is when she posts pictures and you can see what the crowds are like oh uh, right seriously i you know it, we, we've talked about that for years about you know what are the crowds like and at the end of september right right you know you have at we have like almost a you know this graph of photos that she takes you can tell. Well,
3: I'll tell you today. Um, like I was there last week, nobody was there. Soren was a five-minute wait, no joke. Today, much different. It was really. It was crowded. That, but
2: yeah, it, you're out of that early September slump right. that you get. Those first three weeks in September are, you know, among the best three weeks. It to be It is now my fa- yes. It's, it's uh, my. It's favorite. really odd the way that someone flips a switch and you know you get yes. to the end of of and especially when the Halloween parties start. The minute those Halloween parties start, the crowds really shoot up. Right. And, and the free, free uh, dining doesn't hurt.
0: Well, yeah, obviously. Right. And Ian, and, uh, thank you for the segue. We'll move on to uh, Disney during the holidays with that. Um, obviously, yeah, we are moving towards um, October and then, of course – thanksgiving and christmas uh coming up and a lot of stuff going on there uh including uh mickey's not so scary halloween party anybody hear anything about this year's event Uh, what's going on um what's happening i mean they're the proverbial favorites everyone has every year we've been there in fact um, I've been there at the same time. Ian's been there. Gary, I can't remember whether you were there or not. Yeah, there we been there twice with you guys. Together. We all were yeah. there together. Yep. Yeah.
3: yeah, we were all there.
0: So mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've wow. all experienced it. Yeah, for the
2: tenth anniversary. So it was. Oh, when when was the tenth anniversary? eight oh, When when was that, John? Two thousand
3: seven.
0: Seven. Two thousand seven. Ian's talking and about the tenth anniversary the of InterCut. Party.
3: That's the last party I've been to. So. Which,
0: by the way, uh, our thirteenth anniversary is on the 12th. Yay.
3: Yay. So
0: yeah, we become an angry teenager uh, <laughs> in yeah. just a few weeks, which yeah, is so great. going to
2: start dating soon. And yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: But the site's legally able to oh, use itself. Boy.
0: So have there That's been true. any announcements, any additions or anything?
3: The one thing the I formal? keep hearing about is the new villains mix. I don't know It's an if it's a new, everyone gets so excited about the villains.
0: The villains mix.
3: Right. It's just uh, one of the stage shows they're doing. But, you know, okay. for these character followers that love their villains, they right. get a little...
0: So, know. yeah, I mean, uh, the, I mean, the big things there, obviously, if you haven't been, Hollow Wishes, uh, the parade itself, uh, the the um, the Haunted Mansion float with the uh, gravediggers. Uh, that's
2: fantastic. Headless Horseman. We can't forget yeah. the Headless Horseman, which is the Headless clearly Horsemen. the... Right, the highlight of the um, of the parade. If you've never yeah. seen it, the um, the the parade opens with um, the ride of the Valkyries playing and the headless horseman riding through the Magic Kingdom, which is I, I have to be honest, one of a it, it's quite a quite a sight if you've never seen it because it's a big black horse, and um, if you're st- if you if you're fortunate enough to get a spot up next to the right up next to the parade route, it's it's quite a it's quite a sight. It's That's almost worth the Price of admission on its own.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, it, no, it legitimately. You know, you're looking at it coming down the street. It's like,
2: wow, it's
3: a
0: little scary.
2: And, and the and the headless horseman effect is top notch. I mean, it yeah. really is. It's, right. it's a very it's very um, well done. So it, it really the whole thing just works. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, it's it's definitely. I, I and I'm sure. I think John and Gary. I know we've all talked about this. I, I think it's the best by far, the best hard ticket event they do. Oh, most you know, definitely. Over the course of the year. Well, um, plus, the, you know, the f- pl-
0: plus the kids walk away with something, too. in the fact that right. you know, they can trick-or-treat throughout the whole uh, Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah, it is great, point. I mean, as an adult to see all those kids dressed up and into oh, it yeah. and having a great time uh, well, walking
2: around. And when you talk about getting dressed up, I mean, clearly the adults are getting well, dressed up, <laughs> too. And there are some seriously... <laughs> elaborate yeah. costumes
3: in including
0: French some dress. of our members as i recall last time. oh
3: that yes dress. the yeah. girl who but, did uh, the on you know, mansion exactly uh, yeah portrait. there was mary wow. poppins
2: yep yeah. yeah mary poppins was that was a that looked like it was a, a legitimate disney costume but but right. folks go all out so if you are planning on attending um you know feel free to 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 wear a costume and and get into the spirit of the things it doesn't have to be a disney costume um one of our members actually shared photos of himself from the Halloween party this year, dressed as Gene Simmons from Kiss. And apparently from (laughs) all the buzz, it it really was quite memorable. There were a lot of folks who, who responded to his, his post and said, Oh, I saw you there. You know, you were great. My husband got a picture taken with you. you know, so, um, you know, have fun with it. You can really, you can really get into (laughs) the spirit. It's really, we had a member
1: dressed up as a Tootsie Roll, as I recall. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I'd forgotten about that that until um, you mentioned it.
2: Yeah. The young kid. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I have a picture of us all in line actually at um, Small World, and uh, you can see everybody's costume trailing up the ramp behind us. It's it's funny. There's a lot of there was a lot of really good costumes in that group.
0: Yeah, awesome. It, it, speaking of hard ticketed events, I know you guys maybe aren't as familiar with it, but um, having been down there, I tend to be down there for conferences a lot in October. And because of that, uh, about three or four years ago, uh, my buddy down there, Jeremy convinced me I needed to go to Halloween horror nights at universal. And let me tell you, yeah, if you want to have the pants scared off you, um, (laughs) that is the place to go. Um, as an adult, I'm not sure I've been as scared as I have going through some of those, um, haunted mansions and what they do, they have, i I'm gonna guess here because I don't have the the info sheet in front of me, but somewhere around eight or ten different haunted mansions and somebody I'm sure if, if we had a live feed going would correct me instantly no they have six no they have <laughs> seven no they have but uh there there are a bunch of different haunted houses. Um, there are, it's definitely a 16, 15, 16, 14 to 16 and over event. You don't want to bring your kids to this because it's, it's very, um, intense at times. They literally have guys coming up behind you with uh, chainsaws without the chains on it and turning them on as you're walking by and it gets a little, a little scary. Um, but, but a great event, um, if you're a, a Disney fight and you, you know, you've gone to all the events at at Disney and you've been kind of scared to go over to the other side of things, uh, I would definitely encourage you to head on over to uh, Universal. Or I've also been um, down to Busch Gardens. Mel, it's near you. Um, If you you get a chance, they do a really good job as well with their Halloween event. And again, it's...
3: Hallow Scream.
0: Hallow Scream. Yes. Fantastic. Um, So really cool events. Um, it's a great time of year to go down there. Um, the weather starts getting cooler too, a little bit. Mm.
3: Oh, it was this morning on the tram ride from the Magic Kingdom um, up to the TTC, I got goosebumps. Oh, I was so happy.
0: tram wise. See <laughs> it, it, it just went off in the back of my head. So uh, did the tram have doors on
3: it? No. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is just an animal kingdom, so okay, not yet. Not in Magic Kingdom or Epcot I looked when I went to Epcot too.
0: Yeah, I didn't know whether you all had seen. Obviously, Mel, you knew about it, but um, supposedly Disney is thinking of retrofitting uh, some of the trams with doors, and they're not automated. Yeah, they're pull open. Is that what I understand?
3: <laughs> yes, that's my understanding. Yeah, I posted some pictures on the on the boards. Uh, one of our members had taken some pictures out at Disneyland, okay, and that and gives they, you a good idea. And the yeah, they're towards opened, the east coast. Yeah. They're not automatic. It, they just
1: is just, there a
2: rationale? for it there's some spec i mean i've seen some speculation. speculation go ahead the Ian. there were some safety you know people were speculating it was for safety reasons um there's the inevitable folks who can't uh obey the please step out to your right you know uh, and they uh, frequently folks who don't step out to the right step out into the pathway of an oncoming tram so there was some speculation it was for safety reasons um that that seems to be the most prevalent
0: Theory, that and to you know, to and, kind of make sure everybody I think and this it kind of makes sense is is in the car and not right. you know that you, you don't have a leg half hanging yeah. off right. and then you have a seat
2: it. it does to some degree restrict the number of folks that you can cram into a row which I think you know may again um, probably was a safety concern but overall the the overarching opinion seems to be that it's safety related
0: hmm. right. Yep. Something new. Anyway, but, uh, you know, since you mentioned trams, I thought that yes. good idea bringing that up there. Um, there the great, the, cram, the, the great
2: tram controversy. of
0: yes. yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, as, as folks who love Disney and Walt Disney world, you know, we, we look for the smallest thing that seems to upset right. us. I mean, from scrims on in front of buildings, mm-hmm. you know, when you go at a certain time, you oh, they
1: they've the got castle. everything
0: under construction or the castle a crane behind the castle ruining all your pictures
1: castle. it ruins the whole yeah
2: it does uh
0: the moat being drained i mean need oh, i, I mean, say that's anymore just,
2: that's horrific <laughs> okay
0: i mean you know i even get upset when you know the music when they play the same two songs in front of epcot i don't know whether they still well.
1: but but yeah, oh, yeah john you know, you're you, you know go ahead Ian. no gary you go ahead <laughs> say, like, you know, in 1987, they played uh, this song and I can't believe they're still playing it. They played it on Wednesday. I think it was uh, June 13th.
0: Oh, and for like 5 years they played the same <laughs> two songs looping in front of the the magic. It was like one, you know, something from Imagination and something else and, it, it and
3: now it's Soren. It's always yeah, it's soaring. Soaring. Every soaring always. time I walk through there it's Soren. You know
2: Okay, I'm not I missed the I missed the Tomorrowland um, background loop from 03 and before still though. So I'm, you know, what, we, everybody smooth has their jazz
0: Tomorrowland. Well No, it
2: was more the new, kind the of new age. Yeah, the new age. Yeah. That's the Ray Lynch. Oh right, yeah. Uh, they had uh, bubble Mullenwalk walk by Larry Carlton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> Behind I, the waterfall, you know, uh, David, David Nance, it was a, uh, that was my favorite. So, but yeah, everybody has their thing. I mean, uh, Mel, I know you spend you know a lot of time on the boards. You, there's no way you could avoid the absolute um, brouhaha over the elimination of Tom Morrow from the background oh. uh, on the TTA. I mean, that's yes. you know, Mr.
0: People, Morrow, yes, yeah. Mr. Tom Morrow.
2: Now, apparently, Disney reacted and added it back in now. From what
1: I've they heard, did. I have, oh,
2: that's seen. funny.
3: They did. When did
1: that, that happen? It
2: wasn't when I was there.
3: It's been a couple months, probably.
1: It was, it was, it's it, right man.
3: when you um, – it is right when you go in the Space Mountain building. Um, it's just – my understanding it's a reference to – he said something about Mr. Tom Morrow, Please contact Mr. Johnson in the control center about your flight to the moon. And
2: Yeah, it's not the same track <laughs> from before. Right.
3: Oh, they, this,
0: so they redid it? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Hoping that just the mention of Mr. Tom Morrow would – would be enough to satisfy pacify those. everyone, yeah. yes, but no. <laughs> well, the, the whole re the whole rather than
0: your rather than your party from uh, Saturn, please give right. them a ring, which
3: please is so cute. Ring. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's a lot of controversy over the changing of the soundtrack in general because a lot of you hear the complaint a lot now that it's a big commercial,
3: and it you is. Know? I agree.
2: I'm not sure I have as much of a problem with that as other. I, I kind of remember that being the case early on was that you know you got sort of a tour of tomorrowland when you rode the tta and that's well the audio was oh. more geared around you know there's this attraction there's that attraction so it doesn't bother me a lot but I, the point is that it just the minutiae that disney fans will obsess over is is has yes. no knows no that's bounds right. well that, i mean
0: you yeah. know they're obsessing over the name changing too uh,
2: I mean, right the
0: slight at the what is it what is it now the People the. Right, but it, but it's, it's the Tomorrowland, the Tomorrowland Transit Transport Authority People Mover. People so mover. Yeah.
2: we've right, it's which, still on the signage. Well, they, right. they renamed Cinderella's Golden Carousel, and we had a three-page oh yes, that's another about that as well. <laughs> yes. Whether that was um, you know shady or, or, or you know underhanded in some way that right, uh, so, yeah, and, and I you know I want to be clear, I'm not exempting myself from this. You know, I'm the first one to let's okay, so
1: people are complaining about. Disney being a commercial for its, I, that, for the whole thing is a commercial. Within... I mean, that's why I go there. I,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Have you ridden it, Gary?
1: What the TTS with
3: the new soundtrack? Yeah,
1: yeah. Now I don't what, know. What it's
3: what, what what it's
1: what, bo-
0: <laughs> what bothers you about it specifically? I don't know. Yeah, boy, we've gone off on a tangent here, haven't we? But uh, yeah, I mean, what, what I know, I don't what, know. the Tomorrowland Transit Authority is. You know, it,
1: the TTA. First of all, it was always a great escape when you've been walking around all day. Yes. You know, you sit down, there's never a line. Never better. Uh, right. You know, it's just, it's something about it. And as you're going through and, and it, they're bringing up, pointing out each of the things off to your right or to your left and everything, it, it, I don't know, it, it, it was commercial, but it gave you a sense of excitement about things. It was the way it was presented. Uh, it was very, it was almost a uh, hawking it, you know, you yeah. know, right Oh, coming, you know, the, the. Was it for the the, you know, uh, now in the science center, of a time machine, and, right, you know, things right. like that yeah, I for the
2: old timekeeper time. attraction? Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly, and
1: wow. it was just yeah. it, it was more exciting, and and frankly, I think they re, the when it goes through Space Mountain, now it's not even, uh, not even that interesting. It's just
2: yeah, he yeah. used to get that great, you know, now arriving at Space Mountain, right, tomorrow, right, Gateway to the Galaxy, you know, previously. Pro- presented by Federal Express, which is gone too. So.
0: <laughs> Although, you know, I, I mean, do, do you start to think sometimes that as Disney nerds, I mean, which admittedly, all of us talking tonight and Sleep and a lot up. of the folks, oh yeah, we're, we're geeks, we're nerds. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm a cranky geek, uh, but that goes, it goes without saying. But the the point being, I mean, we we obsess about this stuff to no end, and, and the average folks, we forget that a lot of times, and this is what bothers me, is folks go there, the normal person goes there once or twice, maybe, in their life. Right. Maybe. Okay? It's a big deal. It's a lot of money to spend for the average person to go down there, to stay for a week, to go on vacation, to to pay the food price, to do everything. I mean- Although, quite frankly, I, I still think it costs about the same as going to the shore and staying in a hotel and going out to putt putt every night and movies and things like that. The entertainment value is there, but we we definitely obsess about stuff like this. When the average person goes down there and goes, well, "That was a great ride," right? And doesn't know any yeah. better. I mean, you know, if the oh, script not- script's a little different, so it's changed a little bit. We're we're just it's just what we're used to.
2: Well, we become I nostalgic, think that's exactly yeah. Right. Yeah, that's correct. You, you you want it to be exactly like you it was when you were there, when you were five or eight or thirteen, or whatever, however old you were when you first visited. Well, I mean, here- I think I had this conversation with the with my the guy that owns the company that I work for the other day because he's um. You know, he's, uh, he's, he hates Disney World. He can't understand why I go. He thinks it's a money grab, and, you know, he doesn't understand. Now, in, you know, in fairness, this is a guy who rents a yacht in the Bahamas and, you know, sails around for a week for his vacation. So clearly, you know, on a bit of a different spectrum um, financially, <laughs> vacation-wise than me, but, yep. you know, he couldn't – he can't understand that. And he said, why do you go so much? And I said – you know, and I said to him, like, it's it's part nostalgia. You know, I said it's part, you know, I did this when I was five, and it's something that I, you know, I remember, and it's, and I said, and it's part escapism. I said, you know, you can go there, and the truth is, as a 41-year-old guy, if you walk around with mouse ears on your head, no one notices, you know, and you can't do that anywhere else, so yeah. it, you're right. It is definitely, a John, a um, a nostalgia thing, and, a, and that's why I think people get so, you know, upset when, when right. something yeah. changes.
1: You know, And people have asked me, you know, why, why did you take your honeymoon there? Why do you go without your kids? And the thing is, is Disney World, you can choose what your vacation is. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you and I could be standing in a line and we could be having a completely different vacation sure. in the same sharing the same space. You know, it, it could be completely romantic. It could be this whole fantasy. It could be an adventure. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. And it's you choose what it is. And I think that's what I love about it is that you know I I go there and my kids want to go on the rides. That's great. I will I will like I was talking to Mel today. I will sit in Epcot and just sit there. Yeah, yeah same too. here. And mm-hmm. and I, do that and a lot, I find a matter it matter incredibly of relaxing.
2: You know. <laughs> All right. Me too. Yeah. I once spent and this is a true story. I once spent an entire day from the time that Epcot opened till the time till the time I had to leave to go meet the family for dinner, sitting in Interventions Plaza just. Listening to the background music and watching the people and soaking up the atmosphere, you know, and eating a churro, I think. But, um, you know, I could (laughs) do it and I could do it every day. And I could go to Disney World and not ever go to the theme parks, which I think people look a little cross-eyed. At, right. but I, I could stay you know at my resort and I could go shop at downtown Disney and I could eat at some of the nice restaurants you know and I, that's the thing I think you're right Gary a lot of people think you know you go you wait in really long lines mm-hmm. it's hot you pay too much for food and you wait to see Mickey Mouse so and the, there are multiple layers now of the Disney World vacation that you can you know take advantage of that I think you can go as two adults and you know, you can wear Mickey ears and wait in line to see Mickey if you want, or you can have a very upscale adventure, uh, you know, a vacation. I mean, John, you look at at Kara's book, Kara Goldsberry, who's an author that John and I are acquainted of, wrote, it, to, who wrote
0: The Luxury Guide to Walt Disney World. And correct. also, Would by the mean? way, nice plug, because uh, uh, I got an email, I think yesterday, that the new version of that's coming out. So
2: <laughs> I, I was unaware of that. You're fact, welcome, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kara. Free plug for you, Kara. Send chess to table too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> but, uh, you know, in all seriousness, it's a guide for adults who want to go to Disney World and have a top-tier experience. It talks about the suites and all those kinds of things. So, it is. It. I totally agree with you, Gary. Uh, I think that's. <laughs> That's very true.
0: Well, I'll tie it all back in right to the uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Uh, I I appreciate your dis, you know your mention that you went to Innovations Plaza and just sat there. Uh, literally one day, I was at a conference, came in in the morning, rode the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, walked around the whole park, and walked out. And that was oh, a day. Done-
3: That's pretty much what I do these days.
0: (laughs) I mean, and so that would seem really foreign to other folks, but, um, it's more of, I I get more interest out of watching other families, uh, and people enjoying the parks and seeing how they react to things, to the characters. Um, and for me, that's as enjoyable as, you know, going on the rides themselves at this point. But, you know, then again,
1: there's also that feeling that you get, um, you know, I think, those of us who have gotten to this stage, where we're wandering around a park and not literally doing anything, <laughs> it, you know, there, there is a certain feeling. It's I sometimes it's emotional, sometimes it's just this like, you, you know, Ian brought that escapism up. You know, right. you can go and stay in one of the resorts, not look at a newspaper. You don't have to turn on TV because you don't have time for a TV if you don't want to. True. And completely escape. My last, my last vacation, I spent most of the time. Sitting by the pool, reading a book, watching the kids swim, and I, you know, drink drinking a a, a beer from the poolside bar, and it
0: all comes back to the yeah. beer, doesn't
1: it, Gary? It always Absolutely. comes back to the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the I've got the list memorized for food and wine. Let me tell you. Sad.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I think too, Jack, Gary. Part of that is I think to John. John said this a little while ago. You know, for the for most folks, this is more of a once in a lifetime right. or maybe twice in a lifetime event. So, if, you know, if you go and you spend X thousand dollars, you know, to take your family to Disney World, you're right. Most people would think you're, you're going to sit by the pool like, you know. Yeah. yeah, You so got to be up.
0: You got to be going. You got to be doing stuff. Yeah, sure, we're wasting our money. Our well, tickets were paid you. for.
2: Yeah. Let me ask you guys, though, how many of you were like that when you first started going? I mean, how Absolute, many of you got yes. up at the crack yes. of dawn? Oh, Absolutely. No waited in the line with all the people and busted through the gates when the park opened and you left when the park closed
0: i still get i still get a thrill at being there at rope drop and right first thing in the morning and being the first person or first 20 people on a on a ride i have to admit but
1: you know i I learned my lesson a couple of years ago when i i think i i forced my kids to have a vacation (laughs) that i had envisioned we've all done that yeah this last time i i just let i they asked, "Well, what are we doing?" I said, "I have absolutely no plans. Wherever we're going, we're going." And they stared at me like I was, you know,
2: you're an alien. The
1: body snatchers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <kind of laughs> taking their dad what away. What have you
2: done with my <laughs> daddy? <laughs> and that's it. Well, you I know what we did? I followed them. We had a vacation a couple years ago where, and and I think I'm going to touch on on one of the topics maybe that John wanted to discuss or okay, put on the agenda. But um, you know, with the advent and the popularity of the dining plan mm-hmm. now, yeah. the dining has <laughs> become. <laughs> A, such a yeah. challenge. it
3: could know, be a whole this, show.
2: Vac- <laughs> had, yeah, that's true. We had this vacation planned, you know, and and my daughter was, you know, five or something like that, and she was sort of in prime, like princess, and you know, wanting to meet the characters' age, and you know, because we had hyper planned out our vacation, you know, around mm-hmm. eating, you know, we had we had reservations at all these, and, and you know, I think like most of us, we tend to gravitate more to the epcot restaurants so we would find ourselves in these situations where you know we were literally like no no honey you can't meet mickey mouse we have to go to eat dinner now we got to get right. the, you know go to so and and i st- at, at the end of that vacation i said to my wife i said you know that that's really a shame i said we can't do that anymore you know so that was i think the beginning of the end of hyper planning and running from point a to point b for me now you know i i and i think that that Unfortunately, the dining plan problem hasn't gone away. But the um, but the, me me being willing to forego letting my kids wait in line to meet Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I well, think my uh, dining. Sorry, John, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, yeah, that is that is a topic for a whole other show. I mean, it, we probably could spend a good twenty or thirty minutes talking about that and what the effect of the uh, dining plan has been on on just about everything, not only from having people there in the parks to walk up, to get, a, you know, to get into a restaurant at the last, I mean, there's, there's a lot to
2: talk about there. Yeah, the quality of the food and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the service and all those things. Yeah.
0: So, so I'm going to, I'm going to switch topics on you, um, just real quick. Um, uh, but before that, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back.